Proud to announce our new sponsorship with anothergreatadventure.com, the official travel agency of Annie Up Consulting. Let me tell you all about anothergreatadventure.com. It's your premier site for traveling. They have cruises, luxury travel, food and wine tours, event tickets, and more. Uh, this is the place you want to go. For all my sporting event fans, you want to go to the World Cup? How about this season's Super Bowl, the Masters, the Final Four, World Series, Kentucky Derby, anything you want, anothergreatadventure.com can get you there. You all should check them out, especially now for their Black Friday sales. Call them now, 813-575-8770. Get everything you need as the travel season picks up. So it's time to pack your bags and travel with anothergreatadventure.com. Consultant presents What's the Line podcast week 10. I'm your host, the meticulous Mark P, running a three man weave this week. Got my guy with me, Sound Man. In a shoot him up, Sound Man. November, shout out to Papa Keisha, just had to be there yesterday. And uh, Sound Man coming up in a, a couple weeks as well. How you feeling, Sound Man? Actually, three weeks from the day is a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm feeling, feeling good. Can't three weeks c- is 21 days. Yeah, what's it's November 10th? Oh, that's a Wednesday. I'm tripping. All right, cool. 20 days, you know, same deal. Nonetheless, feeling good. Um, you know, if you tuned in early, or I guess not, you know, people probably listen to this audio-wise. I'm loving this week. A lot of dogs on the board. This is where I make, this is this is where I shine right here, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm here for week 10. I feel like you can officially say the dog days of the NFL now, man. Now, now, now I won't hold you for saying that, but I'm ready to go. All right, all right. My dog, yeah, my dog days are a little different. Uh, my dog days are a little different from everyone else's. Uh, I'm just realizing college basketball back though. Uh, got a win last night. Shout out to that. Rome back again, man. Week 10. How you feeling? Week 10, ready to go. How about those lines last week? How about those lines? How about Roman Keys? Six and oh, last six best bets from the guys. Uh, shout out to Papa Keys. He's, he's been killing them, man. I don't know if y'all been paying attention. I just want to give him his, his, his kudos. It's getting better with age, baby. Getting better with age. All right. Let's get into it, man. This week on the slate. I got to pull up the, the notes. I don't even have them in front of me. Give me a second. Uh-huh. But it's right there. It's right there for me. Let's start off in Germany. Seahawks at the Bucks. Bucks laying two and a half. Total of 44 and a half. Um, Bucks as a favorite uh, under Tom Brady. 19-22 and one against the spread. Seahawks 14, 8 and 1 against the spread road dogs since 2018. But we know that all NFC West teams as road dogs under their current regime and AFC North teams, road dogs, all profitable. But uh Salman, how you feel about this game? Brady and the boys laying two and a half overseas. Let's start it off early. You know, I'm a fan of dogs. And um <laughs> we're gonna start off here. I love the Seahawks here, man. I got Personally, fading the Bucks and fading Tom Brady and these Todd Bowles team here. I got nothing for them. Um, 
I'm honestly, they shouldn't even have won last week. Both those teams last week played terribly, but, you know, Tom Brady is still him, but he makes this drive at the end. But other than that, I mean, they didn't score for 59 minutes. I really have nothing for this Bucks team here. And then, you know, it's just the Seahawks. They've already been um, over in Germany already, um, or at least before the Bucks have. Um, and they, just the last couple of weeks, I mean, they've, they've proven that they're kind of a real team, man. They played the Giants. They kept it rolling, even though I didn't appreciate that win. They did keep it rolling when things kept coming down their way. Last week, divisional game, the Cards tried to fight, and they just kept going and kept putting them away. These guys are playing good football here, way better football than the Bucks are currently. And there's just too much turmoil with that Bucks team. Uh, Secondary is banged up. And they can't score the ball. They're not running the ball. They're not doing anything here. So let's start it off 9 o'clock by about, you know, noon. These Bucks are still going to look super sad like they've been looking all year. You know, this would be a spot that Tom Brady gets a win. You get back to 500 and you're back in the swing of things. But I just think the Seahawks are a way better team here. And they're doing it with guys we don't even know. A bunch of rookies. I think I saw they got the most uh, rookie snaps in the NFL right now with their draft class, which is pretty impressive that they're doing all of this. Um you know, after after Russ is gone. So, you know, I love love the Seahawks here. This is the first dog of the day I will be playing. Go go Hawks here. All right, Rome, how you feel about this game? Uh, Bucks land two and a half overseas. Yeah, really like the Bucks in this spot. Um, I know a lot of people have seen the Bucks this year and they're fed up. Uh, they're, they're fed up with what they've seen. They're, they've pretty much drawn their conclusion on Tom Brady at the half point of the year. Uh, you know, the Bucks aren't the Bucks. And, you know, and conversely, uh, kind of the, the opposite sentiments for the Seahawks, right? I think a lot of people thought the Seahawks could possibly be one of the worst teams in pro football coming on to this year. And they proved, uh, you know, everything against that by, you know, leading the NFC West uh, in terms of the division standings after halfway through the season. So I think right now is the point where you can cut all this shit. You can throw your opinions out the window and you can look at the numbers and take the numbers from what they are. If you don't think the Seahawks are for real, shame on you. If you think the Bucks are, are, you know, have some type of fight left in them, hey, I think that's a good optimistic look, but I wouldn't call anything divisively one way or the other being halfway through the season. And, you know, I think a lot of people are trying to write off the Bucks, and I think a lot of people are coming on to the Seahawks. And I think this is where the books are the books, and the casinos are the casinos, and they are built and as beautiful and as big in Vegas as they are. Because right when people think they have a hold on thinking they understand what's going on, the books come in and take all the money. So how about this? Let's just start off here. The Seahawks are dogs in a game that's on a neutral site. The Seahawks have impressed and overachieved all of the expectations up until this point this year. Everyone's expectations for the Seahawks have been proven wrong or, you know, uh, you know exponentially uh, done you know, more than what the people who probably are backing Seahawks. Yeah, he's breaking up, Rome. Tom Brady would be. People might have thought Tom Brady was done. And, you know, just this past week, we know the line is three, closed at two and a half in some books. Tom Brady somehow finds a way to cover it. All I'm saying here is the books don't give points for free. And we've seen the Seahawks time and time again cover this number. They've covered four games in a row. Uh, and the books continue to give them points. I think this is where it dies out. I think the Bucks cover, get it done. I don't know what back on track means for a team that was expected to win 11 games. 
uh, uh, sorry, uh, you know, more than 11 games, that being the Bucks. But they somehow turned the ship around with a two-win, uh, a two-game win streak, that being the one just this past Sunday at home against the Rams and then overseas in Germany this weekend against the Seahawks. I think the Bucks cover. I think the Bucks win. Uh, like I said, I mean, Seahawks have covered four straight games. Books continue to give them points. I think this is finally the week where the books have, you know, kind of, they're on the right side in terms of giving Seahawks the points. I think they'll need them. And I, I think at the end of the day, it won't be enough. Two and a half points uh, on a neutral. That is what it is. That's basically the book saying on a neutral, these teams are playing each other and the Bucks are two and a half points better. I tend to believe that. I'm going to lean with the Bucks here on a team that just covered this past weekend. It wasn't pretty, but they, they still got it done. Uh, getting, getting you a push if you caught him at three or covering at two and a half. The line is a line, and at the 58 minute when Tom Brady made it happen, uh, they, they covered. So give me the Bucks two and a half on this one. Yeah, I, I lean with the Seahawks here. I definitely think, um, you know, they've, uh, you know, exceeded expectations for sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, more so probably against the Bucks. the fact that, you know, they have not looked uh, so well. Um, and they're going against another zone defense, which they, they haven't played uh, well against. And um, and Mike Evans specifically. Um, so and, and it's a lot of travel involved, uh, but I lean with the Seahawks. They've been pretty good in the spot, catching points, uh, you know, away from home. Um, so I, I lean with the Seahawks. I, I was thinking it was possibly a best bet, but, um, you know, didn't want to like, you know, as far as a, a lot of travel and all of that. Um, but, you know, definitely lean with the Seahawks is I think they're in a good spot. I think the also the Bucks are just, you know, I mean, I feel like they, you know, they did, you know, they felt like they got it all off their chest off after that W last week. Um, you know, there's still a lot of season to go. And I just feel like there's a lot of more disappointments to go as well. But I just lean with the Seahawks. I'm not going to be, I don't think I'm going to be betting them, at least not at this point of the week. But uh, yeah, and I, I just wanted to make my sentiments clear. I know I seem pretty adamant about the Bucks, but that's just a lean for me. Uh, that's not one of my best bets. There's nothing crazy I love. Obviously, I don't touch those 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Uh, overseas games. But uh, I, I, in retrospect, I do realize I was pretty passionate about that. But I, it's just a lean for me on the Bucks. All right. All right. Uh, a couple teams laying three and a half at home. One team maybe without their quarterback. Bills laying three and a half um, against the Vikings. Total of 43 and a half. Um, huh, and the, also the Dolphins are laying three and a half at home. Um, against the Browns, total of 49. Browns 0-2 against the spread after a bye under head coach uh, Kevin Stefanski. However, they are 9-5 and against the spread as a road dog under Stefanski as well. Um, Dolphins 9-4 and as a home fave since 2018. Um, I, I guess rather telling me, I mean, we obviously know Josh Allen may not play for the Bills. But let's talk about this 3.5 number um, at home. I mean, what do we think about it so far? Uh, I got it. I mean, yeah. I, I love, yeah, yeah. I, I love this game, and I'm sorry it's not going to answer your question, but I'm, you know, honestly, I, I usually don't answer your question correctly on, you know, who would I rather have. So, whatever. But let, let me just get on this while I can. Uh, Bills have, they're one of the best teams in terms of unders on the total this year. And uh, I, I know what we're hearing on Josh Allen. You know, he might not play. Uh, this is on the third. You know, I, I would expect them to probably try and give it a go, but, you know, I, I'm not Josh Allen's shoulder or arm or whatever is the issue with him, okay? So I don't know. But what I will say is this Buffalo Bills team has now gone under in all of their games except one. And I think it is interesting to note 
that this is a Bills offense that we hold in high regard. Uh, you know, we obviously seen what they did in the AFC Championship last year towards the end of the year. We know that this Bills team can get up and down the up and down the field and score points, but somehow, you know, defenses are holding them out of the end zone, the green zone, red zone, green zone, whatever you want to call it, and they're not getting those touchdowns. So these games are going under. The Bills have now gone under in seven straight games. Give me the over in this game. I, I don't want to handicap anything. I don't care who's playing. I, I don't. 43 and a half. I've seen that number go over a couple times. I see that the, the that the uh that the uh, Vikings have gone under a couple times recently. This is just me being Rome fading trends. The, one of the best offenses in pro football has gone under seven games in a row. I'm gonna I'm willing to bet they're not gonna go under eight games in a row, and I'll play the over 43 and a half points. All right. Sal, man, what do you think about these two games specifically and that three-and-a-half number at home? I think that's uh, very funny that Rome definitely did not answer the question at all. It just goes for a total. It's very hilarious. Um, so I'll start by saying this. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm very I'm very much a fan of a lot of dogs this week. And one of the dogs in this two-game window that you presented was the Browns. I like the Browns this week. Um, Brownies. Um, and... Like, I just – I looked at it all, and these – the Browns just jumped out to me, right? Coming off the bye, coming off beating the Bengals. Yes, the divisional game. Yes, these Bengals you've beat a lot of times in a row. Drew Carey. There you go. Okay, I didn't know that's your vibe this week, too. I'm loving it. Yeah, man. But, no, I mean, the Finns, right? I've been – you know, we've always – every season of doing this, we've always had a team that we kind of, you know, ride, and we, you know, we know when to play them, know when to fade them. I feel like I've been knowing when to play these Finns often this year. I've been on their side. I think this week is not the week for them. Browns come off this bye. Yes, like you said, 0-2 off the bye for Stefanski, but, you know, that divisional record – excuse me, on-road record for them is pretty good. And I just – you know, the spin's been flying high, man. Like, it's time to maybe have, like, a regression game here. Um, so, I like the Browns overall over the Finns. Um, I've been liking the Vikings as well this year. Um, obviously, we know I love the Bills, uh, the three and a half in a row. I mean, I, I – Romantic, what are you saying? You like the Vikings. You like the Bills. You like the Dolphins. What's the side? Line is three and a half, baby. Rome, you didn't even answer the question, so please don't cover me like that. Right? Let's, let's not even do that. I'm just giving my take on the Vikings Bills. I said, if if I have, I mean, if we have to take the question is who are you taking the points with, right? I would take it with the Bills over the Fins. I have nothing for the Fins. I think the Browns are going to win this game. If I had a gun in the head, take the points, give me the Bills. Um, I don't think they cover this week, though. I do think Josh will try to give it a go, but I don't think it's going to work in his favor. But I think the Bills are the superior team here. The Bills beat everybody that's not in a division. There's another team that's not in a division. They should win this game. Who knows about this elbow? I've been liking the Vikings. Rome's been liking the Vikings as well. Um, I can definitely see the Vikings covering. But between the two, between the three and a half from the Bills or the Fins, I would take the three and a half with the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Just, just the last point on this game. I, let, let's just, you know, let's just give our listeners an insight as to how you should look at this line. Josh Allen is questionable, right? And this line is sitting steady at three and a half. I don't even know whose backup is. We don't. Well, none of us do. And I'll oh, be lying if I told Keenum. you I did. It's Case Keenum. Nah, I think. Okay, so I think I think the books are saying basically, you know, it's somewhat, you know, somewhat all you case Keenum is the thirty third, thirty fourth best quarterback in pro football, right? You know, probably top top two or three in terms of backups. So, okay, cool. But but let's just let's just understand what the books are saying. They're saying Josh Allen or not, Bill's three and a half at home. 
So I think there's something to be said about a line that still holds pretty strong against a team that's, but what are the Vikings? Eight and one now. Um, so, so, you know, just, you know, a team that's eight and one and a quarterback that's, you know, unlikely to play at this point. I think we would all call that here on Thursday night and they're still laying three and a half. I think there's something to be said about that. So just, you know, I, I would just, you know, be cautious if you're betting this game and just watch the line movement all the way up into the game. Yeah, I, I actually don't uh, have much for either game. Um, you know, I kind of, I guess I lean with the Browns, but I think there's a lot of, you know, might be going on as far as they, they feel like they're about to get their quarterback back. But um, I, I really want to just kind of, the three and a half is sort of a number that I'm trying to just explore. The three and a half at home, uh, that three and a half to four. I think a couple of weeks ago, bro, I mentioned, I'd rather lay the three and a half on the road than at home. Um, but uh, I don't know if that's necessarily like I, I just kind of want to study it. We know the Lions covered the three and a half last week at home, um, but you know the week before I don't think they they, they were three and a half at home, uh, but it went up to four. So I'm just trying to figure that number out. So that's you know that's more. I'm just you know kind of just talking yeah. through. It. Yeah, I got, and I think you know we can talk through that offline. I mean I know we're in a short cadence here, but but there is something to be said about that three and a half on the road. I I, I don't think it covers. All right, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, I haven't been, I haven't been a uh, land three and a half on a road, but uh, I was just thinking about that recently. All right, uh, another game on the board. Uh, as far as let's, I mean, I like the fact that we're talking about numbers, so let's talk about numbers and the fact that uh, this Saints land is one and a half on the road at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Love it, love it, love this it. This is the same number that uh, was Oakland land this last week. Yeah. Um, and the, I feel like a couple weeks before, um, the uh, who were the Saints? Who did the Saints? Oh, Saints, Oakland was landing one and a half against the Saints. Yeah, let, let's be specific here. Uh, Vegas, Vegas Raiders, yeah, the Vegas Raiders were laying one and a half against the Saints at the Saints. Uh, obviously, they got blown out in that game. Yeah, line else, close to one, line right, close to one, though. Yeah, yeah, but the line was one and a half throughout the week. I mean, I, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to. Like, yeah. So yeah, and then one and, and then Vegas one and a half throughout the week last week at Jacksonville didn't cover so that one and a half on the road um, yeah I definitely want to fade that and I think the Steelers are a good uh, pick this week but Rome talk to me how you feel about this game yeah so I mean we've seen the Saints here three weeks in a row basically have the same line uh, as you mentioned uh, going back about ten days ago they were catching one and a half at home against the Raiders line closes one Saints win outright twenty four zero. Uh, just this past, uh, I guess that was Monday night. Uh, Ravens go in. Lions just kind of sit uh, sits at two and a, uh, two, one and a half all day. Line finally closed at two. I think most people got two on that game. And then here again, third week in a row, Saints catching a line, uh, you know, less than two points. I think this is you know one of those classic spots where people like to think Mike Tomlin has had ten days to get these Steelers back on track, refocused. Uh, rejuvenating and ready to go here at home. Uh, and, and, you know, people like to speak about pride, prideful uh, organizations and blah, blah, blah. And Mike Thomas never finished the season under 500. Well, that's going to happen this year. So what does that look like? Does that look like, uh, you know, eight, eight and nine? Does that look like, does that look like six and 11 or six and 12? I don't know. I'm sorry. It's extra game. Okay. But, but what does that look like? And I think we're still trying to figure that out halfway through with the Steelers. I think this is one of those games that you really should bet the under on. And uh, it, it kind of goes to the point of quarterbacks and offensive production. I mean, who's going to move the ball for, for, for Pittsburgh? The rookie? Good luck. All right. And then and then on the opposite side, 
Andy Dalton hasn't been too 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 sharp, uh, you know, for the Saints. And uh, you know, at this point, they might as well be shopping around trying to see if Jameis wants to play again. So two offenses that are out of whack, no identity going halfway through the season. Look for a muck it up game here early November in Pittsburgh. I can see an underplay on this one. All right, Sal, man, talk to me. Uh, how you feel about this game? Steelers catching one and a half at home. So prior to this game, right, I'm up to two dogs, right? And let's just up it to three right here, right? Love the Steelers here at home. I'm glad you said you like uh, the play for the Steelers. Um, and it's really just a fade on what I've been seeing from, from Andy Dalton, right? I got these stats. Mike Tomlin. 16-3-3 against the spread. Go use those notes, baby. As a home underdog, right? Andy Dalton is two and six against the spread in Pittsburgh. Just you know, he's been here. He's played. He's been in this division. Andy Dalton seen this guy. Mike Tomlin seen this guy as well, bro. I have nothing for it. Um, T.J. Watts coming back. Like, come on, bro. We saw what we just saw. The Ravens defense get at this man on Monday. So you're telling me you have to take your Saints team into Pittsburgh, a place you've played in several times. And again, just two and six against the spread against them. Three and 13 overall against these Steelers. It's still Mike Tomlin. It's not the same Steelers, but it's still Mike Tomlin. I have nothing for it. Um, to Rome's point, you put Jameis in, it might be a different story. Um, but with Andy Dalton at the helm, I have nothing for it. This is a, another underdog I like this week with the Steelers at home. Uh, give me the Steelers there. Yeah, I got – Yeah, and just one – yeah, go ahead, Pete. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying I got two possible best bets, and this is definitely uh, on, on the list. I think it probably is going to be my best bet, but I definitely like the Steelers. Um, Soundman touched on it, 15-3-3 against the Spurs at home. Dog Mike Tomlin is. But after the bye – you know, after the, the loss against Philly, I mean, there is a certain uh, amount of pride you have in the building. But I'm fading out. I'm, listen, when we talk about getting better year by year, Rome, you put this in me. These these numbers, these numbers, good good guys played, you know, sharp guys played the numbers. One and a half has not been covered on the road. Um, so it hasn't. I, yeah, it hasn't. so I want to I want to see the Saints be able to do it. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. And then I got Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt coming back, 15, th- three and three against the Spurs at home, dog. So I'm going to fade the Saints uh, on a short week at that. And uh, yep. Steelers with the rest advantage. So I'm going to take them plus one and a half. Uh, yep. Yep. Yep, that's bet, right? Yeah, I really like that bet. Uh, I, I piggyback on that. And I would say I like the Steelers as well. But, you know, it's just, it's just one of those games where it's just like, do we really have to pick a side here? No, we don't. Uh, I mean, we got two offenses that are pretty bad. So I, that's why I kind of lean to the total. But, you know, just to speak on one of the last points on this one, uh, we talk about a Saints offense or a Saints team, rather, that's led uh, by Dennis Allen. And, and at this point, I'm just convinced. Rookie head coaches outside of Kevin uh, McDermott, uh, help me out, Kevin, uh, whatever his name is up there in Minnesota. Rookie head coaches on the road simply just haven't been able to get it done. I know we saw Miami go up to Chicago and get it done, but that was a pretty ugly game in which they had to do it. Uh, they gave up a lot on the ro- uh, on the ground to, 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 uh, to Fields. So, you know, it's just really hard for these rookie head coaches to take teams on the road as favorites and win. I know the line is pretty, you know, pretty pretty low being at one and a half. It's basically a money line, you know, kind of a toss-up game. But, you know, I'm just not too confident in backing rookie head coaches on the road laying points. So I'll, I'll take the veteran Mike Tomlin at home. I think a lot of people are doing that this week, which kind of makes me hesitant. But we'll see when the, when the, when the money splits come out later this week, you know, who's all on who. But I would, I would imagine the Steelers are probably going to be the most popular dog this week. 
Yeah, and I don't see this going to two at all. So uh, if you want the, the no, one half, no. get it right now. Hey, I can see Steelers closing minus one. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can see that as well. I can definitely see that as well. All right. As we keep continue to talk about numbers, let's talk about the Cowboys. Laying five on the road. This is one we've been publicly talking about. And uh, they're laying five at the Packers. Total of 43. Cowboys five and two against the spread after a bye since 2016. Uh, that's the Elliot Dak Prescott era. Packers 11 and four. No, Packers. No, no, no. That's not. No, no. Packers 11 and four against the spread after a loss since 2019. Matt LaFleur. man, talk to me. I seen you put your four up. So the four um, just represents that, you know, I told you on the last one, you know, I have three dogs. This is the fourth dog for me um, that I like this week. <laughs> um, give me the Packers here, man. Like, shit is hitting the fan in Green Bay. I really don't care about that. The Cowboys are a pretty good team. I don't care about that. This is just a vintage game about the Cowboys going to Lambeau Field. And... I just get flashbacks of, you know, the Dez catch and shit like that. Like, it, just, it doesn't seem like things work in their favor at Lambeau. There's probably going to be a 4 o'clock game as well. Um, it'll end at night. So, it's like we remember shit happening at Lambeau at night for these Cowboys. Fans, fans' perspective here. I have nothing for the Cowboys here. I've liked the Cowboys all year as well. I, I just – this is – the Packers have to win this game, right? They have to win this game. Cowboys been giving it up on on the run for the last couple of weeks. Run the ball, Packers. Like, yeah, your Rodgers, your receivers aren't that good. You got a couple that you trust, but they're not that good. Just keep running the ball. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, just gash them. You know what I'm saying? Get the ball out your hand quick. Don't worry about the Micahs of the world, man. Like, the secondary for the Cowboys, a little banged up as well. You lost Jordan Lewis out here, man. Like, you know, there's guys. You you can make plays here, but this is the vintage Packers versus Cowboys at Lambeau Field, 4 o'clock game. Romo and them was calling it. Get on track here with a win. Um, I don't care about the points, the, the minus five. You also, I thought we were talking about uh, five being the number on the road, being a fave as well. So that's another thing into consideration here. But this is just a, a fans fan perspective, man. Packers win at home against the Cowboys. So I love the Packers here. This is my fourth dog of the week that I like. All right, Rome, talk to me. How you feel about this game? Yeah, uh, five is just such a no man's land number. Like five is not a key number in any sport, basketball, football, it doesn't matter. So uh, it's kind of, you know, what do you feel uh, whenever I see five? And, and more recent than not, I've just been staying away from these games. So I'm going to continue to do that here. And this is just going to be a stay away for me. Uh, I'll just give out some numbers, though, just for the listeners. Uh, Cowboys, six and two ATS this year. They covered two in a row and they covered uh, four prior to the one in sandwiched in between in which they didn't. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a team that covers and you like playing on trends, I personally like fading trends. If you like playing trends, Cowboys would probably be your side this week. Six and two ATS. All right, me, I uh, I definitely lean with the Packers. Uh, I think it's a good spot for them and Lambeau Phil for a team that plays in the Dome coming off a of bye week. Um, but, I, I, you know, this five is really about the number. I mean, I, the four and a half to five, just doesn't really cover, just doesn't cover on the road. No, nope, it doesn't. It doesn't. See week after fucking week. And uh, we, we've been talking about it here on this podcast. What's the line podcast? Week 10 we're at. We've been talking about it over the last month. We've been talking on the Monday morning podcast as well about that number. So uh, I'm, I'm not riding with it. I'm, I'm fading it. Uh, and I'll take Aaron Rodgers in the spot. But I, I just, 
I lean with uh, I can't. I don't think it's gonna be a best bet for me, but I think it's definitely a good spot for the Green Bay Packers. All right. Yeah. Uh, I really kind of, I mean, any more games in particular, I'm going to get into one specifically, but any more after this that just jump off to you guys, just let me know. But the Colts are at the Raiders. We know the Colts fired their head coach this week. Frank Wright got the boot. And it's Jeff Saturday, former uh, center for the team. Uh, Peyton Manning, um, you know, the whole era, Jim Irsay hired this guy to coach. Raiders land six. We know the Raiders are going through it as well. Um, look ahead was three and a half Raiders uh, 10 and 15 against spreads a home fave since 2014. Ron, what do you think about this game? The Raiders? Yeah, I'm not betting this game. Uh, just two teams that don't have an identity halfway through the football season. And I think, you know, there's other games to bet on the list. Why bet folks Raiders? I will say uh, just for the listeners out there, you know, it's never a bad idea to to back a team that just fired their coach. There's just simply something about motivation and uh, just a new fiery spirit or mo- whatever it is. There's just new energy about teams with a recently fired coach. Uh, that first week after they fired that coach up until uh, I-, I would say last year is, is as recent as I have the number. That team was about 58% against the spread. A week after following the coach so that's pretty profitable uh so I, I know it's contrary to belief you know team just fired a coach organizations in disarray but oftentimes and not those teams end up rallying and covering the spread i'll stay away in this in this uh specific game but i just wanted to make that known all right yeah i um you know i i don't think too much about this game either i mean i think raiders possibly in the first half is a good spot they're minus three right now i think it'll probably go up to three and a half um, but, uh, you know, I just lean that way. I, I probably won't bet it because of that new coach thing. But I mean, when, when we talk about the new coach, though, I, maybe I will bet it because I mean, the th- obviously we know the Raiders have given up what three to four 17 point leads. Um, yeah. so they've been able to get out in front of teams. So they have that. And then they're also coming off a loss. So they still want to come out and, you know, execute. Um, so we have that as well. But I mean, as far as just the Colts hiring Jeff Saturday, I mean, what do you, what about the is Pep Hamilton on that coaching staff? I know Reggie Wayne is right. What do you think about guys like that? It's just like you're a, you're a coach. Maybe you about to get the intern, and they just bring in this guy Jeff Saturday off the ESPN couch. I think that has yeah. that has some effect. So I mean, I, if any, if it, there's yeah, any, I, I think Raiders first half of me. But go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I think there is going to be obviously an adjustment period. But how about this? I mean, I think we could all see it happening, right? Folks, pick six or something that happens, and they're at yep. 14 0, <laughs> and the place is rocking. Right. All of a sudden, Jim Ursay looks like a boy genius. You know, we could see that happening. So I, I just think it's interesting to know, you know, a coach coming in on his first ever coaching game in pro football. There's never been a coach in pro football hired without have coaching a game previously at the college level or professional level, Jeff Saturday is the first. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts were to show up and play for Jeff Saturday and that Colts organization. It's just pretty interesting to me that a team with a coach coaching for the first ever time is only, you know, it's, it's the line is three and a half. I think that's pretty shallow. Nice How bad six, the Raiders nice have six. been. Sorry, six. I'm thinking about that first half. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's pretty shallow. For a team, you know, in the Raiders that that hasn't shown too much life defensively, but offensively know how to score points and move the ball with Jacobs, and we've seen what Adams has been able to do this year. So, you know, it, it's just it's an interesting line for me, and, and that six is, is just 
It's just one of those lines that's just like seven. Who, where, where do you want to catch that six or seven? Do you want to catch it with the Colts or do you want to catch it with the char- uh, the Chargers? So uh, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. I think you, you could stay away. You don't really have to touch it. It's Raiders, Colts. All right, five sound man. Talk to me. You got the fives up. I'm up to five dogs that I like this week, man. A lot of things that were spewed. <laughs> that new head coach thing is something I'm right. You need to here. stop. No, you need to stop. I, you need to stop. We'll talk Sunday. Listen, man, the Raiders stink, right? I don't know how they're getting six here. They um, do. I, like, they just stink. They're not doing anything good. You said we know what Adams has done. He hasn't been playing good. Fo- they haven't been playing good football this year. I've seen him go with one catch. They've thrown the ball. Let's just be fair. and I don't want to get too deep in it, but they've thrown the ball pretty well this past weekend in Jacksonville after not giving the ball at all the week prior. Because you didn't give him the ball the week prior, I'm going to feed this guy this week. All right, this guy is, you know, like, cool. There's no other body to pass it to. Renfro's out, IR. Waller's out, IR. What else do we have on offense besides Adams? Colts going here. You put Gilmore on fucking Devontae. You put the second you, – you just shadow Devontae. Now what do you have on offense for the Raiders, right? Jeff Saturday, we know he hasn't coached shit, right? It's All fine. right, so let's just slow down. And I'm not going to pick everything, but you just said Gilmore. I mean, we haven't heard about him since Jesus left Chicago. I mean, Stephon Gilmore is not the Stephon Gilmore from the New England Patriots. Uh, he picked off somebody a few weeks so, back, a great, you know, in the – That's what I'm saying. And he had a whole, like, you know, chill out, Rome. You're, you're wrong there. Gilmore's been playing solid ball this year. And if oh, not, you put yeah, oh, six in opponents passing yards per game, 192.3. That's what I'm saying. These guys aren't no slouches here. So now you have one receiver to pass it to. You shadow this guy. You put two guys on it. Now who are you passing it to? Please name another Raider receiver for me. I'll wait. You get Jonathan Taylor back this week. Uh, it's just like, yo, let's play for Jeff Saturday. He's in the ring of fame here. Like, I don't think he's going to be good, personally. But like the but Raiders this is suck. the week to bet them. You're right. You're like, right. You're like, right. They, You're they, right. They suck. The Raiders suck. And it's Colts like, yo, like this just makes sense. Like you said, everybody. But I, I no, they do. Saying. Everybody's juiced up now. You know what I'm saying? Like we fired somebody. Matt Ryan's been he's practicing now. He's about he might be activated. Jeff Saturday's not gonna be like, yo, let's ride with Sam Ellinger here. Like Jeff Saturday knows Matt Ryan is probably better right, than Sam man. here. Dude, what are we off. doing? You're right. Off. A healthy, what are, healthy arm. So what are we doing? Okay, cool. Let's go to Vegas. Let's get boozed up, bro. Give me the Colts yeah. here. Yeah. How, how about this, yeah. bro? How about yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how about this? When we were in Vegas, what's what was the theme about the game? It was, yeah. It was Vegas first. Vegas first. Yep. So we went to Vegas last year around this time. Uh, It was Raiders versus Bears. I mean, the entire strip. You would have thought, you know, Jesus came to to Vegas Strip, and everybody from Chicago came to came to Vegas. It was just Bears fans everywhere. So expect everybody from the Midwest get out of that cold, get out there into Vegas. They pack up the Allegiant. I, I. I'm not gonna lie, you guys just convinced me mid pot. I, I kind of do lean Colts. Yeah, I, I, I have to lean Colts here. I'm up to five dogs, man. Colts got it this week. Jonathan Taylor, like no, no, all five of those are. That's just wrong. I mean, all five are going to cover, <laughs> but I, I do think this is the right. one that might have, have, this have to cover. This is it. Yep. All right. I like that. Put that on my radar. Hey, that's a play. Wait, but wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I think let's just slow down though. Let's just. I mean, this is the one we're going to deep dive. Let's deep dive. This last question on this. Why are the Raiders laying six, though? That's a great question. I have not a clue. 
And that's and why I don't, that's why. that's where I think we need to slow down just a little bit. Why is this line six? Because it's, Cause of Jeff Saturday? Because they Jeff fired Saturday. their coach? Because of Jeff Saturday. Because they I mean, fired I'm looking... their coach. Because they fired their coach. Uh, but I they mean, kept everything else. They kept Raiders all the other the win. coaches. Did they? Right. They fired these coaches the before that happened. The Raiders season over. Their season's over. They're in the AFC West. Their season's over. Who in the AFC West is good besides Kansas City? It's not necessarily about that. They're not going to. You don't think it's over? Okay. 17 games. 8 8 and 1, baby. 17 games. No, I think it's over because they would have to get the wild card in the AFC East. There's nobody under 500 in the AFC East right now. There's probably going to be two playoff teams out of there, and the Raiders aren't going to be the other one. A lot of football. There's nine playoff teams. There's a lot of football left, but let's just be real. I don't think the Raiders snuck in there last year. They're going to do it again with a new head coach this year? I, I don't think know. they're laying six just because of that. It's desperation time. Your season is now and never for you to win. Uh, the look ahead was three and a half. Obviously, you get up to you get up to six with all the turmoil and the Colts, whatever, org. But, I, I, yeah, the, the Colts is definitely. Do we know what this line opened at? It was three and a half. It's Jeff Saturday. The look ahead was three and a half. So now it's up to six. It okay, has, it I, I, I like it. I'm still you ain't laying six. Home. I'll tell you that, Rom. You ain't laying six. That means they got to win by seven for you to profit. I know you're not doing that, you're so right. it's close you're enough. Right. You're right. It's close right. enough. All right. Any more games pop off to you guys on the schedule? Yep. 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 Sunday night football. Here we go. This we is one yep. of those games. We talk about it, and we've seen it. You know, this is one of the first years where we've seen this, just you know, as as prominently as we have teams with records. Less than their opponent, less wins, but they're the favorite. And so we get that here with the 49ers. 49ers, I think they've won four games. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, and, and the, the uh, Chargers, sorry, the Chargers have won four games. And the 49ers have won. Okay, yeah. Chargers five games. 49ers have won four games. But the 49ers are a favorite by seven points. So 49ers, one less to win, but they're at home, but they're favored. And I I, I don't know why this line is seven. Uh, if I'm inclined to lay seven, I'm more inclined to lay it at home than I am on the road. Uh, I, I don't understand this line. And so I just kind of wanted to chat through it. What do you guys think about this seven? Why is this line seven? And why is a team with one less win laying seven against the Chargers team with one more win? Uh, I mean, it's the hype of the 49ers. I mean, the McCaffrey show, last time we saw them, he, he had three total touchdowns, one throwing, one passing, one running. Um, it's obviously that, you know, they're still the people's favorite to win the NFC, the 49ers. So they're definitely going to get juice, um, you know, and then they're coming off the bye week as well. And the Chargers don't look great from week to week, you know, people. But, I, I mean, Chargers 7-3 against the Sprays of Road Dog under Justin Herbert. Um, you know, this 49 Do we have Shanahan after a buy number? Uh, Shanahan after a buy, just three and three against the spread. I do have him as a home fave, though. It's 10 15 and one against the spread. Is uh, that bad? Yeah, that's not good. And uh, sound man, I don't know if you know this or not, I mean, but I don't, I feel like the whispers, but Shanahan, they haven't won a, thir- a Sunday night game, um, in like three. Go ahead and say it since Jesus left Chicago. So yeah. they need to win one of these Sunday night games. They say that, you know, San Francisco can't get up and win these Sunday night games because their stadium is too far away from the people who actually love football. And it's in wine country and people are golf clapping in the stadiums 
and they're not giving them that raw raw mentality or environment that they necessarily need. I don't know if I buy into all that, but I do think it's interesting that a team cannot win a primetime game at home. So I look for them to get it done here laying the seven uh, uh, at home. I, I just, I, I see the line and I ask myself, well, this is one of those lines where I usually catch seven, but this line is sitting at seven and I'm pretty sure everyone in the world is trying to figure out why and they're going to catch it. So I'll lay it and I'll look like a fool when it's all over probably, but, but I can't figure it out. So I'll, I'll lay the seven here. Yeah, I, I lean Chargers, um, but I mean it's it's you know a lot of a lot of football to be played. But I and a lot of injuries again with the Chargers already at the skill position, specifically wide receiver. Yep, and um, you know 49ers, number one in opponents rushing yards per game, but Chargers not gonna run the ball anyway. So, uh, but Sam, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I find it very funny that Rome brought up wine country and golf claps. That's some uh, fans fan shit to say. So I'm glad that he still does enjoy a little bit of the sport, not just, uh, you know, the sports aspect of his betting, shall I say. But I have nothing for this game. I like the 49ers and I hate the Chargers and I don't know how this is going to go. So I have nothing for this game. All right, I'm going to get out of here with some uh, – oh, Sal, man, give me – I mean, did you have another game? That oh, yeah, I mean – um. So we're at five dogs that I like. I do have a – actually, I had two more that I like randomly. Just uh, give us your favorite dog. I will give us our favorite dog when it's, it's time for us to do that, buddy. Um, oh, my bad, my bad. So here's one that – I'm not going to do this one. I do like Dan Campbell this week, but uh, the one I want to talk about, I like Russell Wilson over the Titans this week. Um, going into Tennessee um, – it's gonna be. Uh, you know, I think it's. A, I think it's. A, they're in a, a hour wild. difference for them, so it's gonna be like two it's hours wild. still. I, th- I I think the Broncos yeah. get it done. Yeah, That's all wild. that. I think. Um, I think this is just you know coming off the bye. You know they're trying to turn the season around as well. Um, it's, all, it's only two and a half. Um, you're coming off the bye. Let's like let's finally get some momentum here. We gotta win. You know, we had the bye. Let's, uh, you know, we, we put things together on offense. And I like exactly. the Titans as well. You know, they just took an L. <laughs> They're saying Derrick Henry got 100% of their touchdowns this week seven. Like, you know, it's kind of crazy. They have no other offense besides that. Oh, Trey Lawrence. Isn't it crazy? Is <laughs> no, I mean, it's not because, I mean, they let their best offensive weapon go. So it's not crazy. But it's still ultimately yeah. crazy that, that he has all their touchdowns. Trey Burke's coming back. Woohoo. He's not that good. I think Broncos coming here they bring their <laughs> offense in here and they just get a win on the road i like the broncos here as a dog man um and i hate it for i hate it for derrick henry because you know i ride with that guy but i like the broncos here and like that's i did right. sprinkling i do like the lions as uh-huh. well as a dog so that's how i'm feeling with these games this all right broncos four no against the spread after a bye since 2018 wrong how do you feel about this game I've talked enough tonight. I have nothing for this one. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't really. I lean Broncos as well, but let's do a little quick fire. Tell me which games you guys will bet on between these. Lions are at the Bears. Bears minus three. Yeah, give us the Lions every single time. We don't care. We'll All right, snort so it just the same way Dan Campbell snorts whatever he does. We're on the Lions every single week, baby. Let's Ro- must be drinking on the road. <laughs> Total of 48 and a half. <laughs> Yep, Dan Campbell, 6-2 and two against the spread in division games. All right. There uh, we go. That's our guy. Jaguars at Chiefs. Chiefs are laying 9.5, total of 50.5. Texans at Giants. Giants are laying 5, total of 41. Uh, we went over. Texas has muck it up written all over it, doesn't it? 
And then uh, Cardinals at the Rams. Rams land three. Total of 43 and a half. Uh, out of those games, I'll start with me. I mean, I would rather – I would definitely catch the points with the Cardinals. Um, you know, definitely oh, – Yeah, I mean, out of the games that we named left, I mean, they're not my best bet, but I'm just – out of the quick – No, play. I just hate talking about these Rams and Cardinals teams no, that are never going to do it. No, you said that about the 49ers. Right? What do you hate, the NFC West? Come no, on. No, 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 it's just the Rams. I'm just so sick of them. They're, they're irrelevant. We know they're not going to be there when it matters this year. So it's just like, why – we just have to talk about them because they're there. Same yeah, but the uh, Cardinals 15, 5, and 2 against the spread is a road dog uh, with um, uh, under head coach Cliff Kingsbury. And, you know, Kyler Murray came in the same time. But uh, that's under Kingsbury because Kyler didn't play all the games. But uh, they've lost their last two as a road dog. I think this is the spot, double revenge. I mean, they obviously lost that playoff game. Um, a lot of turmoil going on in the building. But uh, I'm, I'm not backing the Rams here. I think it's a good spot for the Cardinals. To get a win here, went out right, uh, but I would back them plus the three out of all those games I just named. Sound man, uh, what, what are you? What are you going to do with those games I just named? Um, let me just say I do like that. You know, back in the cards here. Um, you know the the hard knocks just came out again, mad embarrassed on that shit. Buda Baker's pissed off. Uh, Sky Stafford concussion protocol. Will he play? He probably will. He's an Iron Man kind of guy. I'm pretty sure what he'll be out concussion there. Concussion protocol. So, oh, hey, I'm sure he'll be out there on Sunday. But as Rome said, I'm very tired of the Rams. They're a part of my teams that I'm sick of. But I actually am also tired of the Cardinals too. But just because of the hard knocks factor, I think I'm gonna be that guy. This is fans, fan shit here. I do like cards over the Rams here. But at all the games you said, I do. Um, to Rome's point, love the Lions this week against the Bears. Bears have been having some really good showings these last couple of weeks. We've been putting up some points and all that. You know, not 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 this week, man. Lions one and one in the division. Let's go ahead and play these Bears for the first time on the road. I think Dan Campbell takes his guys up here, and I think he wins outright personally. So out of all the last four games that you you gave me, I'm definitely riding with the Lions here. One of these other teams I talked about earlier, like we had spots all seasons where we had teams and we we vibe with them. Like I haven't vibed with the Lions at all this year. I vibe with the Lions the last couple of seasons. I think this is the week for me to be like, yo, the Lions, they're my guys. So I'm loving the well, Lions. Well, they were my guys last week, so you're a week too late. Well, guy, you were on them for weeks prior and that didn't catch. So fuck out of here. Like these are yeah, that's it's, fair. It's, it's that's time. Fair. It's time. The Lions, these are my guys this week. So give me the Lions out of all of those over the Bears. I love it. All right. Uh yeah, I feel like I gave mine right yet. Uh Rome, I don't even Rome's probably out of it. All right, let's let's finish this off. Uh tease me pick sound man. You got anything for me right now or or should I go? Um. Yeah, go for it. I I didn't even think about it. But go for it. You mean the Raiders at a pickup? No, I'm just joking. I'm just. I joking. was looking at uh, that too. <laughs> um. Give me <laughs> all the numbers game. All give me number. I take the Broncos plus eight and a half. Yeah. 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 Who was that that was catching at six? The Raiders. No, they were oh, laying the Colts. Six. The Colts. Yeah, I would. I would catch. I would. I would tease them up to twelve. That would be my one teaser play. I'll be here. Give me the Seahawks plus eight and a half as well. Uh, so that'd be my two team, both catching eight and a half. Sound man, what you got? I'm gonna do Packers plus eleven, and I'm gonna ride with my guy Russ here, and give me him at plus eight and a half. 
Hey, I might be back on the teaser this week, man. That, that pack is. It's <laughs> been. I've been. I, I left it alone, Rome. You seen? I was like, oh, these teasers been sharp. It's, it's some guys that's been still out here the last nine weeks betting those teasers. But I saw they were getting sharper at the end of last season and at the beginning of this season. I've been off of them, but I might, I might, I might do one this week. But uh, yeah, shout out to that. Uh, but yeah, Rome, I don't know if you got a teaser for us. If not, give me your best bet. Yeah, I, I'll tease on Kota. I'll tease him from six up to twelve. Have at least two teams to tease, brother man. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Yeah, so I, I'll tease those coats up, um, and then. Uh, you know, I also tease those Steelers up. I'll tease them up to seven and a half and, you know, play my luck there with them. So Colts and Steelers, two dogs. Yeah, I don't like that Colts one. I'll take that Steelers one. I don't like that Colts. You don't like it either when you think about it. The line is the line is the line. Uh, Rome, give that me a best bet. Uh, come right back to me on that. All right. My best bet is the Pittsburgh Steelers plus one and a half. Going to fade that number one and a half, which has not been cashing over this season. And then I'm also just going to uh, ride with the, the tradition of the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. 15-3-3 against the Spray as a home dog under head coach Mike Tomlin. TJ Watt back. If any, if you get yourself up for any more games this season, this is it, I think, for the Steelers. So I'm going to ride with them at home. Plus one and a half, my best That's bet. That's a good one. All right, uh, Ron, what you got for me? Best bet? Yep, best bet. Uh, it's going to be Bills over 43 and a half. I mentioned it at the top of the pod. Bills under in seven straight games. I'll fade that trend here. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Chase Keenum, Josh Allen, Nate Peterson. It doesn't matter. Give me over 43 and a half points in Buffalo this week. With right. the MVP, Kirk Cousins. Heard it here first. All right, sound man. Most anticipated. Sound man special. Talk to me. Nate Peterson and Kirk Cousins MVP is crazy. Um, I know uh, prior to the season, I told you I was trying to give you two Soundman specials a week. I will do that this week. I'm going to back you. Um, Steelers, going to be my first Soundman special. Um, P just gave out the stats, 15-3-3 uh, for Tomlin. But again, I need everybody to remember, Andy Dalton is only 2-6 and six against the spread against Mike Tomlin and is also 3-13 and 13 all time against the Steelers. We have nothing for him this week. And secondly... I'm riding. <laughs> I'm riding. Let's ride. Let's ride with my guy Russell Wilson. Uh, Broncos over the Titans. Uh, yeah, Mr. Un- I forgot all about the Mr. Un- I'm riding with him. Uh, two Soundman specials. Let's get it. Steelers and the Broncos this week. All right. We're out of here. Another week in the motherfucking books. Week 10. Might be the week of the dog, man. We're going to get at it. I really like that Colts play. I thought that was pretty sharp. It's a nice, good podcast here. Uh, but yeah, guys, we'll get to it. Appreciate all the listeners, all the guys, people tuning in. We'll be back next week, week 11. Well done.